I have to be honest, I didn't expect to be writing any updates post-Facebook related to summary judgment rulings in favor of plaintiffs on ATDS issues. Sure I figured a plaintiff would raise a trial-worthy issue once in a while and that has already happened but a court entering judgment finding that a system was necessarily an ATDS on the record before it. That almost seems impossible after Facebook. Well it just happened. And that word capacity is back. In Williams v. Shank, case no, 5 colon 15 CV 01434 MHH, 2021 US Dist. Lexus 116218, ND Alabama June 22, 2021, the court held the dialer used by the defendant was an ATDS-relying, in part, on corporate testimony by LibVox to support that finding and enter judgment for the plaintiff. I can't believe I just typed that sentence. On the ATDS issue, here's what the court finds. The 11th Circuit Court of Appeals recently noted that, TE statute, applies to devices that have the capacity to identify randomly generated numbers, it does not require the capacity to be used in every covered call. Citing Glasser. So, Mr. Williams does not have to prove that Stellar's ATDS identified his cell phone number randomly. He needs to show that only that Stellar's ATDS had the capacity to identify randomly generated numbers. Because the evidence establishes that Stellar's LiveVox system, using RPC and QC, was an ATDS, Mr. Williams has demonstrated that Stellar placed calls to his cell phone, using an ATDS for some calls and leaving pre-recorded messages during others, and that Stellar did so without his consent. I know that is pretty thin analysis whereas the discussion of R and SNG usage question mark but that is what the court held. It should be noted, however, that the defendant's corporate representative admitted to the use of an ATDS in deposition, and the LiveVox witness apparently testified that the system was an ATDS I find that hard to believe, but here's the finding. Greater than she testified that RPC and QC are ATDS devices. Williams Court summarizing LiveVox testimony. I'm going to reach out to LiveVox for comment on this, because it just feels weird. In any event the court found on this record that the live Vox systems were, in fact, an ATDS and entered judgment in favor of the plaintiff. Notably, literally, the court included a footnote regarding Dugwood and correctly finds that Dugwood aligns with Glasser. But it does contain this amusing line, should an appellate court find error in the autodialer analysis in this case, that error will not impact Stellar's pre-recorded voice TCPA violations. Cold comfort. Oh, and things get even more fun. The court held that the CEO of the defendant could be held personally liable for the activity of the company. Mr. Shank knew of, approved of, and signed off on Stellar's TCPA practices. Duck. 82-1, P, 10, Pilcrow Pilcrow 11-13. He was the chairman and chief executive officer of Stellar. Duck. 82-1, P, 10, Pilcrow Pilcrow 6-9, see also Duck. 43-1, P, 8, TP. 26, Doc. 49 to 2, he, 2. He was involved in the operations of Stellar, including liquidating its accounts receivable in March 2018 to satisfy a creditor. Doc. 62, P, 1. Doc. 62 to 1, P, 1. The evidence does not support Mr. Shank's claim that he was simply an investor during the life of Stellar. See Doc. 87, pages 3 to 4. Rather, the evidence shows that Mr. Shank oversaw Stellar, including its TCPA practices. So there you go. LiveVox Dialer in ATDS. CEO personally liable. A perfect TCPA disaster. We'll keep an eye on this and I'll update the story if LiveVox has comment. More to come.